typically it's really hard to get in some of these tech companies, especially if you don't have a CS degree or an engineering background. It's kind of a uh, classist and elitist type system, but Google is opening it up. And I think that's a good thing because not everybody, you know, thought to do that or didn't have the interest and now they do. So that's a good way for for folks to be able to get their foot into the door into the tech industry. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. What's going on? Nothing much, nothing much. Just hanging out, hanging out. How's things going with you? Not too bad. Can't complain. Um, so I guess, um, again, we want to thank right all of our Patreons. Yeah, we want to thank our Patreons who got um, some access, some special access. So if you want to join our Patreon for as little as $5 a month, the link will be in the show notes. So let's get into it. Uh, let's start with the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. So some new releases coming out for iOS. We have um, first up uh, iOS 13.6 is released and there are lots of new trinkets and, and features and such for um, for iOS. Um, I think we we recapped the um, the uh, the keynote and a couple of things that really stood out from um, the keynote. Um, I guess we can just run down yeah, the key features in iOS uh, 13.6. So the digital car key, that's um, that's live and active. So if you have a BMW, um, you can now use your um, iPhone to manage your car. It's your car key. You can pass the key to someone yeah. else to come pick up your car. You can lock it, unlock it, all of those um, different features and it looks like um, the car key will be available for a wide variety of, of models so it doesn't specify which year but it includes BMW series 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, X5, X6, X7, X5M. I don't even know what that is. X6M and yeah, that- Z4. So literally the whole line and I'm interested to see does this work with regardless of the year i would assume it would be some cutoff but they don't say it but no it, it'll be any one manufactured after july 1st 2020 so uh after oh, okay. I missed july that yeah yeah so the 2021 models will have the car key but wait how does that it says car key will work with a range of bmw models and it lists them oh if manufactured after july 1st. right right oh. Mm. And all the car, yeah, and all the cars that come out now are the 2021 models. So if you got a brand new BMW, you'll have a car with iOS 13.6. So technically, what in 2019, um, the 2000s, the 2020s were out. So maybe if you bought something back in 19, you might be good. Or if you're in the market for something. Nope. You got to put down that new money. (laughs) (laughs) 
definitely. And I don't know, I look frozen on the stream. Am I frozen on your side? Oh, well, uh, yes, with your eyes closed. Yep, <laughs> eyes closed. Yeah, so I don't know. So uh, we'll just keep going because uh, that's what we're gonna do. Okay, um, so more things. We talked about the digital car key, Apple News. Got some uh, updates. Um, audio stories are now professionally narrated by I don't know who, but I'm assuming some very famous people. Um, yeah. They should give tap. I'm not the, sure if that's. Yeah, I don't know about the Apple News audio stories. I don't know if that's like short mini podcasts. Uh, no, they listed the read the articles. Are. It says narrated oh, versions of some of the best articles. reads right. from Apple News Plus. Right. All right. So, I mean, if you want your news read to you, I mean, people listen to um, Audible, so that's a book. So maybe you want to have your news read to you, too. Mm. Cool. Um, So that's Apple News, News Plus. We just talked about audio stories. CarPlay now allows you to listen to Apple News today, plus the Apple News Plus, local news, and uh, your daily newsletter. And stories, well, yeah, stories from your local providers, um, daily newsletters, and oh, um, coverage from San Francisco, Bay Area, Los Angeles, Houston, and New York City. That's where you can get the local news from your um, from your audio news stories. Um, so I mean, I guess that's cool. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, uh. You if you like that kind of thing, question <laughs> <Pushing> mark. <laughs> right. If you're into it, then okay, cool. Um, let's see. Do you want to run through um, some of the other bug fixes and improvements? Yeah. So, like, if you're having issues with, like, syncing data via iCloud Drive, uh, there should be a fix for that. Uh, some of the other things that they list is um, if you're data roaming, to be disabled on the eSIM. So if you've got one of those phones that's got a dual SIM and you're using the eSIM mm -hmm. for like uh, overseas or like another carrier, you know, um, they were fixing a data issue where your roaming was pop up, um, fixing an issue that causes uh, phone calls from Saskatchewan to appear as originating from the United States. I don't know who that's for. Uh, resolves the issue to where uh, your software keyboard uh, would appear unexpectedly when uh, connected to a certain third-party hardware keyboard. So if you like, for instance, for your iPad, if you're connected to like a Bluetooth keyboard, the virtual keyboard is supposed to go away, but that was popping up for some people. Um, let's see if it's an issue where it uh, would cause Japanese hardware keyboards to be incorrectly mapped as a US, US keyboard. So uh, let's see another official issue that prevented some iPhone 6S and iPhone SE devices for registering for Wi-Fi calling. So there's a couple bug fixes in there in addition to um, some new health things that they were tracking, new category for symptoms in the health app, including uh, symptoms log from cycle, tra cycle tracking and EKG, uh, ability to log new symptoms like fever, chills, sore throat, coughing, and share them with other third-party apps. So if you've got like, if you're using the contact tracing technology, which <laughs> A lot of people are scared of, but yeah. I mean, if you understand that, that Apple isn't sharing your personal data and it's collecting anonymous data like a fever, chills, sore throat, coughing, 
um, they're adding that ability to add that in health. So then you can then share that with a third party app that's using contact tracing. So if you are feeling like you may have be affected with the symptoms of coronavirus, you can log those in the health app, send that to the third party data, and then they kind of give you a what to do next. Should you go get tested? Should you, you know, start to trace who you've been around, so on and so forth. So all those kind of features and bug fixes have been added to iOS 13.6 that was available today. And it's available for all devices that, you know, um, that do I that are compatible with iOS 13 all the way down to an iPhone 6S. Nice. All right. So um, have you updated yet? Uh, I have not updated my main phone. I actually updated my work phone because, uh, of course, what that's what I do, you know, so I've got to test all this stuff out. Before so I you. did update. Yes, I did update 13.6 on my work phone. But uh, this next story, I actually updated my phone to the public beta. So my main phone, I'm already on the You're on the newness already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, 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 the new the new hotness. Right. Uh, normally, I don't update the public betas. For those who don't know, um, the first version of the iOS 14 public beta was released earlier this week because um, some of the features that they announced in iOS 14 in the WWDC, they were they were too good, especially like the widgets. I've been waiting on that, waiting on that, waiting on that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, normally to, I wait. You couldn't wait. I couldn't, I couldn't wait this time. So, for those who are willing... Um, you can actually grab the public beta for iOS 14, uh, iPad OS 14, tbOS 14, and Mac OS 11 Big Sur, and Watch OS 7. So all of those public betas are out right now. Of course, you got to jump through some hoops. Uh, specifically, you've got to, um, I would make a backup first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, one of, and not just a regular iCloud backup. You actually have to connect your phone or your iPad to your computer and either open up iTunes if you have one of the older devices or um, with a newer uh, Mac OS, just plug your phone up in, in Finder. You'll have your phone as a option to select in the um, all the connected servers. Uh, if, if you're familiar with Mac, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, connect your phone, go down and click it, and you'll get the option to backup to restore so you need to make an archive backup of ios 13 from your phone to your computer but first then if you want to go to the uh, ios 14 beta you have to go to apple's um go to their public beta website then you've got to download the um, profile to your device then once you download the profile you have to go select uh settings general update then you update the beta, then you're good to go. Again, I can't stress enough. You want to make sure that backup. you do a backup because it's a public beta. And if they jack something up, Mm-mm. it's very, very hard. It's not very, very hard. They make it. It's not as easy as it used to be to downgrade to an iOS. Before, you could just do a willy-nilly. Apple's kind of locked that down. Right now, the only way you can do it is you have to archive backup to your uh to your computer is the only way you can downgrade so again the reason why i say that is because it's a beta so they can't guarantee like your phone will work they can't guarantee anything they can't guarantee it won't brick right exactly but but i've had good uh success with it so far 
I'm definitely digging the uh, widgets. I've actually, I don't know, since we've got video here, I don't know if y'all can see. So I've got, I don't know if it, it's probably the, the, the uh, light, but you can see I've got a fitness uh, widget. I've got the calendar widget at the top. I've got a couple other widgets. Um, I tried the app library, so I've got my main screen where all my main apps that I use all the time. And then I have no other second screens. I deleted all that and go directly to the, nice. I don't know if you can see that, the app library to where it um, highlights the apps that you're most commonly using or what it thinks you need to use, ne use next. Another thing I like is Siri. Uh, when you Before, when I use Siri to do anything like set a timer or call somebody, took up the whole screen now it just takes up the bottom screen the it's like a little siri um we're doing video so let me show you <laughs> so at the bottom all my, all my audio people you ain't gonna be able to see this but at the bottom it'll show like a little siri circle here and then uh if somebody makes a phone call it doesn't take up the whole screen so those are some of the main things i like about ios the 14 public beta but just want to let you all know that it's out right now again for your iphone for your apple watch your iPad and for Mac OS 11 Big Sur. So if you want to check that out again, make sure you have an archive backup and give it a try and let us know what you think. So the question, are the widgets dynamic or are they static? It doesn't change or update what's going on on They do. Uh, oh but, it does? But it's it's not it, it but it's not um it's not live for lack of a better term. Um any data, like if I change a, like for instance, I've got the uh, calendar widget on the top. If I add a new calendar event for in the next five minutes, it'll show up, uh, but it's not live like oh, okay. uh, like news. Like, okay. like thinking like a news. Like a ticker. It won't like, be like so it's a, not like a ticker. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. It won't be that live, but you know, uh, you will give you, you know, current data. Okay, cool. All right. So, uh oh, does Apple owe you some money? They just might. <laughs> In this um, article that we have from Mashable, there has been a settlement of $500 million from BatteryGate. So that's from for folks who have, um, who owned a iPhone 6 or 7 Plus. So I'm assuming that 6, 6 Plus is at the range. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Six, so it's the range from 6, six to 6. Anything from six to seven plus. Right, exactly. So that includes the six S models, um, all the way up to a seven plus from to December twenty first, twenty seventeen. So the kicker part of this is if you if you if you do own an iPhone six, iPhone six S, iPhone seven, iPhone seven plus, uh, you can file and get twenty five dollars per device. So if you had one, your wife had one kids had one that's $25 per device the cool thing is you don't have to currently have it in your possession the cool thing is you can look at go to the website and we'll put the link in the show notes to where if you go to the um, the smartphone performance settlement.com and enter your Apple ID and your email I mean your uh, mailing address yeah, not even serial number it, you can look up the devices per your Apple ID oh, so what I'm getting nice. is, you don't have to have so it's like if you ever owned an iPhone 6, an iPhone 6S, an iPhone 7, an iPhone 7 Plus, if that shows in your Apple ID history, you can file a claim. So if you sold it, if you if it doesn't work anymore, if you 
turned it back in as an upgrade to a newer device, as long as your Apple ID shows that you owned any one of those devices, you can file a claim and get $25 per device. Get your $25 and it looks like it also is for the iPhone SE that ran iOS 10.2.1 or later. Right. So, yeah, so it's which is like it's not a number, but yeah, the iPhone SE is probably the most current of the old phones that mm-hmm. you disqualifies for. Yeah. So, for those Go who don't know battery gate, yeah, for that you know, that Apple finally admitted to they were they were slowing down devices to lengthen the battery life. So if you had an older device, if you had an older operating system and you, you wasn't updating, or even if you was updating to the latest OS, but you had an older device, but if, or if you had a newer device, but you ran the battery to where the battery was operating at you know less than whatever percent you want to enter efficiency, Apple was like, okay, we're going to slow your device down because your phone literally cannot handle it. But again, I guess people saw that as battery gate, Apple, you know, that whole thing. As soon as Apple comes out with a new phone, what do they do? They they brick your old they one. They throttle and make your you phone. Update. They make you buy a new right, one. Right, yeah. right. So as a result of that, Apple was like, all right, all right. Five. Our bad. <laughs> right. Take these $25, $25 and go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So if you want to take advantage of that, I think I've had... I've had a six. I've had a. My wife has had a seven. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I could get seventy-five dollars out of Apple. So I'm gonna go go to this website, smartphoneperformancesettlement.com. Look up my devices uh, amongst my Apple IDs. Give me give me some nice little. Give me a nice little seventy-five dollars. Get you a little something. Yeah. Little something. All right. So the last uh, story we have for um, the lowdown is if you have Verizon and you're buying a new iPad, um, Apple is now partnering with Verizon to offer six free months of News Plus for new iPad buyers. So um, it looks like the the original subscription is what, $9.99 a month, Um, but for the six month um, free trial period um, for any Apple ID that does not use News Plus or has not used it before, you um, you can get the trial. And then buying an iPad through Verizon, you'll still be eligible for five free months. Um, promotion was yep. just announced on Thursday, so this is brand new. Wait, what's yep, today? Yep. So what's I, today? That's Thursday. <laughs> so it's been out for a little little under a, a little, week. A little under a week. Uh, By the time you hear this, it'll be out a week. Yeah, right. So the cool thing about News Plus is it has any sort of magazines that uh, upload their data to News Plus. So you're talking about Essence, Ebony, and well, yeah, just Essence. Um, you know, uh, Sports Illustrated, you know, uh, any sort of leisure, any magazines that you would normally get mailed to your house that pretty much just take up space on your on your table that you really don't read if you want to get those digitally, if they upload that to News Plus, that's the additional information or the, diff, the additional content that you can get in News Plus versus just getting the regular Apple News, which is mostly digital content, but mm-hmm. it's not really your traditional magazines, right? The traditional magazines, you got to normally subscribe to News Plus. That's normally 10 bucks a month. But again, like Anika mentioned, if you buy an iPad through Verizon, 
they're going to give it to you for free. And also, um, you can use family sharing. So um, although you can only redeem the, redeem this for one Verizon account, um, Apple News Plus subscriptions still can be shared with up to six people for family sharing. So technically six people can get News Plus free for six months. So yeah. There you go. So if you're in the market for an iPad and you have service with Verizon or you just want to buy it through Verizon, then get you a little bit of extra perks for, for your purchase. And I guess, yeah, you I know. Wonder if, I wonder if they make you buy a LTE version or can you just get a regular Wi-Fi mm. iPad for Verizon? It doesn't specify, but I'm thinking if they're doing it specifically through Verizon, then it has to be some sort of incentive for Verizon to sell them unless they're just trying to move inventory. I don't know. Should be. Uh, if anybody goes and buys one, let us know. I know technically with the way school is and COVID, uh, you know, normal graduation gifts may not be the same. But if it's all homeschooling and, and online, it might be a, a good something to buy if you haven't gotten already so yeah all right um so that's it for the lowdown let's head over to second string where we talk all things other tech so we're going to start off with some good news from uh, google so google announced a hundred thousand scholarships for online certificates in data analytics project management and ux design so it looks like in the in the state that we're in now people are looking for ways to find skill sets get to work work (laughs) because in the tech space analytics is huge ux is huge project management um i don't know maybe that's a big market i don't know yeah it still is it still is there a lot of project management folks out there that's a bible that they (laughs) go by so (laughs) You know, there's a lot of companies who, you know, still, you know, use that, you know, uh, profession as that's that's serious. You got to go through the project manager to get anything done. So they still got the juice out here. Yeah, I did some stretch assignments as project management. And let me just say, I know my lane. And although (laughs) I did well at it and my leadership wanted me to continue to do them, I was like, I'm good at a lot of things. And just because I'm good right. at them does not mean that I want to do them. And I do not want to do this anymore. And I think I finally convinced them because everyone's like, oh, we thought you want to be a project. No, I never said. Someone got it in their head that they thought I want to be a project manager. And then that was everybody saying, I'm like, no, I never said that. But anyway, back to the actual article. So um, Google announced the three new online certificate programs. Um, they are created and taught by Google employees. You don't have to have a college degree um, and you can complete in three to six months. Um, And they're offered through Coursera, um, the online learning um, system. So, oh, and Google also says that it will consider all the certificates as equivalent to a four-year college degree for related roles at the company. Hmm. So you can do a three to six month program that will essentially in Google land be equivalent to a four year degree. So you can hop in at uh, Google. So, hey, tech industry is opening up, you know, 
typically it's really hard to get in some of these tech companies, especially if you don't have a CS degree or an engineering background. It's kind of a uh, classes and elitist type system, but Google is opening it up. And I think that's a good thing because not everybody, you know, thought to do that or didn't have the interest and now they do. So that's a good way for for folks to be able to get their foot into the door into the tech industry. So you go and work, go and not, get the certificate. And not only that, I want to say not only that, people, the college debt thing, people ain't messing with that no more, right? The people who currently have college debt are trying to find any ways to get out of that. To get and out anybody of it. now, anybody now that's, you know, needs to change jobs, needs to change careers, wants to try something new, you know, college may not be the ideal way, not only because there are shorter ways via this, for example, this Google certificate program, there are shorter ways to get into it. Two, it ain't the debt, the same amount of debt as a four-year degree. Right. So yeah, you did mention that, you know, getting into the tech field is kind of, you know, kind of tougher to navigate if you don't have a four-year degree, specifically with a known college, you know, some of the colleges, you know, the high-end colleges, right. you know, uh, people are going this route simply because, look, I don't want to be bridal with the debt that goes along with having this four-year degree and the time that it takes procedures right right so i'm definitely all for it you know i'm definitely all for certificates to get your foot in the door then work your way up to whatever you know ideal you know career or position that normally will require a four-year degree or like like i've always mentioned go go do those trades Mm -hmm. you know um off topic you know the city of atlanta specifically announced a new program to where they're going to be investing back into um, programs like the trades to where people can, you know, go, if you are specifically affected by the coronavirus, you can go and apply for apprenticeships, apprenticeship, apprenticeship, apprenticeships, good, good grief. <laughs> um, so all that to say, you know, certificates, getting back into the trades in order to avoid debt specifically and to shorten the time it takes for me to actually get into a position, especially in coronavirus age. I mean, that's the ideal way to go, if you ask me. Yep. I completely, completely agree. All right. Um, Let's see. What else do we have um, for second string? Um, This is both for a little bit of both Apple and Google. Um, so the United States government, um, sent out a little note, um, saying, um, asking, uh, Apple and Google to warn their users about quote, national security risks of apps. Um, and, uh, I think we talked something, uh, similar to this, uh, a, a little while back, but now the chairman of the, um, the national, uh, the National Security um, Subcommittee of Congress, um, Stephen Lynch, um, wrote to both of of these huge tech companies and uh, urging them um, to make citizens aware of apps by our, quote, adversaries. I'm not quite sure. Oh, China and Russia. I was about to say, I'm not sure who he means exactly, but he goes on to um, carefully word the statement but the gist of the statement is china and russia um warn your your um your users that 
you know, they could be getting apps from people who would want to cause harm to the United States. I want to say they were trying to get TikTok out of the paint a while back. Um, but there still are because um, everybody's kind of going crazy over TikTok right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it, like you mentioned before, but it's kind of uh, the heat has probably been, you know, ratcheted up a little bit because, you know, specifically in my company, you know, they said, hey, you know, ask us specifically. Does anybody in the company got TikTok in, TikTok installed on their phone? And we're like, no, because we, you know, shut off a lot of those apps pri- uh, previously. But in general, like the um, there's a couple big companies that have now told users, if you if we issue your device, you cannot have TikTok on that device. And that's as of the past couple of days or past week or two. So all of this heat has been ratcheted up on TikTok because it is owned by a Chinese company. Now, the government, there's been no, let me not say the government doesn't have any proof. There's been no proof outlaid or laid out rather that TikTok specifically is taking users' data and doing shady nefarious things. But, you know, in the in the midst, in the wake of all the Ambridge Analytica thing that, you know, they with Facebook, you know, with the fact that China is a com- country that, you know, they are not as democratic as we are, you know, all that adds up to, hey, you know, we need to be more careful about who has access or control to our data, whether TikTok is doing anything or not everybody is kind of on eggshells as it relates to data because again like we mentioned data is currency and these apps are not just making up these apps because they love making apps <laughs> for people to use you know it's either whether it's for marketing whether it's for research mm-hmm. you know whether it's for the acquisition of data you know these apps are coming out for free that everybody using like and not just TikTok. we're talking about facebook about instagram we're talking about twitter we're talking about you know all these apps that provide these free free services you are getting they're getting something in exchange TikTok. it may just be that china is collecting data we don't know but as a result you know going back to the story i think the government kind of put this in as a precursor to then roll back in and say hey you know specifically we want to target Uh, apps that are controlled or developed in Russia and China. I don't know if this is an answer to us saying, you know, to the responding to the 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 threat or responding to the idea that U.S. is in bed with Russia and China. So they're putting this out to say, hey, look, to say, hey, we're we're doing something. Exactly. So we're stopping any sort of apps and we're encouraging Apple and Google to make sure they're letting their users know that if any apps are breaking any sort of privacy, you know, whatever the case may be, see, look what we're doing. We're doing this. So it's we're doing like a, something. Yeah, exactly. Who knows if they're actually doing anything, but the fact that they put out this letter to Apple and Google saying, y'all need to let y'all users know if any apps are violating any sort of data or security protocols or whatever, they can point back to something. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because if you read further down in the article, it specifically, you know, calls out TikTok. And my thing is, I don't know how they are going to be able to say, 
or what their measuring stick is for what who our adversaries are. So are they just strictly banning all apps from certain countries? Or are they going to go through and look at the apps individually to say, okay, this one's bad, this one's bad. Or if it's going to be, like I said, just one, this whole country, no apps for you, go away. Right. So it, it, I'm pretty it should sure be the, the latter. Yeah. Pretty sure the latter, because that's the yeah, easier that's, target. You know, and it's too much work to actually do the work to make sure, <laughs> right. to filter out the bad apps. So yeah, so yeah. All right, cool. So let's talk about Gmail. So. Um, Gmail has been redesigned. Um, apparently, you can do side-by-side Google Docs, uh, Gchat, of course, and uh, Meet are all in this early revealed. So this new look was, um, was leaked. Um, and on Monday, uh, Google came out and officially you know, laid out what's, what's coming for Gmail and what's coming um, from G Suite. So it looks like they are trying to streamline and align the way it looks on your device to the way it looks on your desktop to have them more in sync with with what you see across devices. And I think that's something we mentioned mentioned along um, with Apple as well when we went through their announcement that they are trying to make this framework, you know, um, seamless across devices. Well, you know, they're they're competing with Office 365 yep. specifically, uh, maybe even iCloud, maybe even as an extension, the Apple ecosystem to where they've got pages, keynote numbers, and they've got messages, and they've got, you know, Apple Mail, and all of it works together. You know, Google has never been known for that cohesiveness, you know, specifically as it relates to, you know, the direct competitor. Like I mentioned, Office 365, you know, everything is in that hub you know, whether it be for email, documents, you know, collaboration, you know, content creation, all that stuff can be found neatly in Office 365. So this is Google's answer. Google's like, okay, well, you can get mail, you can chat, you can um, collaborate, and you can meet with each other, right? So they're putting all that into this one nice package versus it all being splintered. And you got to go to the web to get your Gmail for this. And then if you want to chat with somebody, you got to download an app, you know, instead of it being all splintered, they're trying to make this one, right, this one interface where you can quickly get access to mail, chat, calendar, messages, and be able to to actually message or chat with somebody, video, what have you. So they're just trying to make, they're trying to compete with Office 365. So this is their, this is their answer, what it looks like, you know. Nice. So we'll see. Um, I don't think the um, a rollout date was was um, was mentioned. Yeah, I don't think um, uh, Google. What they didn't do was give a rollout date. Um, they just detailed what it's going to cover. So be on the lookout for for that if you're heavy um, Gmail and G Suite users. That um, a new change is coming in. It apparently people like so- it. According to this, Google officially announced these features last month and will launch them over the next coming months. So I would I would say pretty soon because everybody, again, everybody's working from home now. You know, everybody's remote. Everybody's digital and virtual now. So they're really trying to make this. They're probably trying to speed to up people. their timeline, even if it was later. Yeah, so and now that it's sure leaked. about a time. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure by the time school rolls in, this will be rolled out to everybody, especially for like schools, because yeah. our kids are using, you know, they're everybody, all digital these now. Kids so. Chrome, and these kids are using Chromebooks uh -huh. now. A lot of the schools have Chromebooks because they're cheap and effective. So yep. makes sense. All right. That is it for second string. Let's head on over to for the culture. And my, 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 was this a spicy uh, situation? So um, Will Smith, um, the actor, and Jada Pinkett Smith, his wife, um, had a bit of a little situation um, last week um, where it was brought to the attention of the world by um, an, an artist named August Alsina that Jada Pinkett was having um, a relationship with him while he was married, while she was married to Will Smith, and that according to August, Will gave his permission. So we all know Red Table Talk, and everybody goes to Red Table Talk to um, to clear the air and and get themselves together. And um, looks like Jada had to bring herself to the Red Table. For what she calls mm. an entanglement. <laughs> so you yep. as the married person on this year podcast, uh -huh. uh, thoughts? So uh, I think everybody, the responses, everybody mainly focused on the fact that Jada, it was tough for her to use the word. I was in a, a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. She used the word entanglement, right? Mm -hmm. Which everybody kind of jumped on. Of course, Jokes Will, for you days. know. Right. Um, so Will, I guess, in order to make sure that they wasn't still kind of dancing around the subject, he kind of pressed her on it. He was mm -hmm. like, well, what does it mean? What do you mean entanglement? So then she kind of it further expounded and did admit that she actually was having a relationship. So that was the one thing everybody jumped on with all the memes and the, I mean, the jokes got, are good. everybody used to, right. But then it got, you know, everybody, you get tired of it now. It's like, okay, yeah. we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to mute it now. Do. It's over. The moment right. has passed. And right. I think, so the other, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're the married one. Go for it. Um, I was going to say, and the other thing that a lot of people focused on was Will's facial expression and his posture, right? They uh, were reading into how he was looking at her as she was explaining, you know, his posture. And they were kind of reading in that to say that you could tell that Will was hurt, that Jada had this relationship while they were still married, even though they were separated at the time. They were talking. He will specifically said, you know, I was done with the relationship and not even sure if we was going to get back together. But with all the rumors between Will and Jada having an open relationship uh, and then it kind of coming to light. Um, I don't think this is as much news as people make it out to be. I mm -hmm. just think because now we actually confirm yeah. what we already, already knew about knew. their relationship. Mm -hmm. I think that's why everybody is, you know, kind of interested in this. You, we actually get a confirmed look into their relationship. But I guess if you're asking my opinion as a married man, um, what is their business, number one? Uh, if it works for them, then it works for them. 
you know, I think a lot of people are still hung up on the idea of you know, marriages between, you know, two people. And it is. And if those two people choose to bring more people into the relationship, that's their business. still between the two, right? But the problem is, and I think the reason why Will was hurt, he wasn't hurt yeah, that I didn't get Jada hurt. was having a relationship outside of him. I think Will was hurt because Jada got caught, right? We well, I have suspected that Will has been out doing. He's his had thing his own entanglements. Long, but we don't know about him. We see the pictures. We kind of can kind of deduce mm-hmm. who whatever, he was entangled with. Exactly. Will never got caught in his entanglements. Will uh, Jada, on the other hand, she had to put it out there, which made him look bad. Because Will, he even kind of joked about it by saying, you know, you got me over here looking like looking one of those wives, looking one of those wives when the politician is up here saying, you know, I messed up in my marriage and, you know, this is going to make my marriage stronger. And then he feels like she put him in a position to where he has to be over here. Yeah, you know, I'm going to stay beside my my wife, you know, making my him look queen. foolish because exactly. Not, I don't think he was hurt that she did it. I just think he was hurt because she made him look like a fool because she had to admit it. And he had to admit, you know, because, you know, again, like I mentioned, he's been able to keep his stuff on the low. I mean, we kind of rumored and people, you know, kind of mm-hmm. talked about it, but he didn't he don't have to put his stuff on Front Street like she did. I think he I think he was hurt by that more than actually the fact that she actually stepped out on a relationship. And then the final thing I want to add, your boy, August. You were. You had one job, bro. You broke the code. You break. You broke the code. It don't matter if you, according to all this, for those who don't know, all this kind of came about was because August Alcina, this artist, he's young, was putting out new, and he's young, and he's putting out new music. And what better way to put out a new album, to put out a new movie, to put out a new book is controversy. Because you can't so tour. Right, because you can't tour. So he's like, well, what I'm going to do to get people, and this is me assuming, what I'm going to do to get people to to be interested. Oh, let me bring up the fact that I was in some sort of relationship with two of the most powerful people people in Hollywood, right? So, you know, he broke broke the man code, basically. He broke the code. Keep your mouth closed. That ain't why, even though he was hurt, according to the video I saw with him in his interview, when he put out all this information. He was in real love. He was talking about, right, he was in love, super duper love with Jada, and but she was like, look, when it's all said and done, it's an I'm going back to my man. <laughs> it, right, it was an entanglement. It wasn't even a relationship according to her. Right. And he felt some kind of way. So in addition to him being hurt, which another thing for men, it's like men, we expect women to be okay with our transgressions, mm-hmm. right? But when they do it, Ooh, Lord. Or, or or not just when they do it, if if I'm in a relationship with a with a young lady, let's just call, let's just say my wife. If I'm in a relationship with my wife and I feel more strongly about the relationship than she does, that's a whole different, different ball game. This ball game when me as a man, I've been curved, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. by the woman who just said this was just a fling. Men can't handle that. 
So you see it, you see it in August Alcina for being hurt and signing the air out their business instead of just keeping your mouth shut. Yeah. He could have kept his mouth shut and said, I was in a relationship, I was in it 100%, she didn't feel the same way, and I had to heal from that. Instead of just saying that, he had to put it out because he was hurt. She yeah. hurt him, and he felt some kind of way. He's like, all right, let me get you back, so let me air out your dirty laundry. Yeah. Come to find out. It wasn't it, too I mean, dirty. It was jokes. It wasn't too dirty. And, and and it didn't affect their relationship as much as maybe At he all. thought they were because yeah. again, Will and Jada have always been on that kind of level to where it's like nothing that we can do can make can break the bond. And they've and been married over they, two decades, so it's not like right. it's something that's easily cut. right. And obviously, and obviously, they had an agreement, you know, because again, like I mentioned. We've all kind of suspected Will was out here kind of messing around, but we never could link Jada to anybody. But then the fact that we can now link it to her and it's been confirmed, then it's kind of like this whole blow up thing again. Mm-hmm. It goes back to think about Will again. That's why he was sitting there all kind of hurt looking because it's like you got me out here looking like boo boo the fool. And my thing is, right? I don't think I don't think he was hurt. I think he was annoyed. I think right. he was no annoyed that she. And him put him in the situation that now he got to go and talk about it on national TV and everybody's talking about on the internet when all of his entanglements are doing their job and sitting over there and being quiet. Quiet, which is what you're supposed to do. If you're in this type of relationship, you ain't supposed to let everybody know that's between y'all and the person who lets their stuff leak out. The other person's got to sit there and take it. And then, like you said, I agree. He was a little annoyed that he got to sit there on the red table talking. And, look and talk about this. You know, because he even said, right, because he even said jokingly, you know, and I don't take it, I, I take it as a grain of salt. But he, at the end, he's like, I'm going to get you back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, you ain't, you know, and she responded. She's like, you already well, got me uh, back or something to that effect? Right, right. Right. And that was to my point that Will been out here doing his thing. He just mm-hmm. ain't never get caught. Right. And when she or she caught, has understanding. And she's cool with it as long as whoever the entanglement right. is with is on the program to sit over there right. and enjoy the accoutrements and right. not be putting the business right. out on the streets. And I think exactly. with August, I, he's young. Mm-hmm. And based on that interview, he was really in love. He thought they were going to be together forever. He was out right. there with the family, taking pictures at the house. Uh-huh. He thought he was uh-huh. in like Flynn. And then she was just like, Mm-mm, buddy, this was just fun times. I'm going back to right. my husband. Right. The real tea is I want to know what Jada did that made Will say, I'm done with you. And I don't think we ever get back together. People are overlooking that one key thing. What could she have done prior to her being with August Alsina? That he was like, I'm ready to throw 20 some odd years, you know, away and be done with you. That's what I'm right. Um, maybe, you know, maybe they had a list of people they could and could not touch. And mm. she crossed that list. She maybe. touched the wrong You know, because again, yeah. again, you know, men, this ain't their first time. At I don't the think we can. Right. It's not their first time. And two, I think men, you know, when. We can we think we can compartmentalize and say, okay, well, I love you, but I'm just having sex with her, right? Mm-hmm. We can we feel like we can do that, but when women do it to us, it's it can't take it a little it. bit harder. It's too much. Oh God, it's right. so hard. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe 
you know, they said oh, he there was one one person that she brought into the fold, and he was like, Mm-mm. I don't know about that cat, and then she did it. She did it anyway, and you know maybe that caused him like, no, nah, you know you broke the rule, so this whole thing is up, right? Maybe I mean I'm thinking, and then in between that, then she got caught up with August Alcina and one. so on and so forth. Yeah, but again, all that to say, you know, a lot of people were like, well, this is. If this is the, the 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 idea of a strong marriage or a good marriage or you know what that thing they said, uh, we ride together, we die together, bad marriages for life. Mm-hmm. And they did the little this pound the thing. Fist bump, this yeah. idea, I don't want nothing. You know, again, people are projecting their idea of, of what marriage should be on other people, mm-hmm. and if that projection doesn't fit, then well, I don't want no part of it. You know, yeah. and you know, because like, I don't want to, but. But in your own marriages, you know, people are doing way more shady things than what Bill and Jay are doing. You know, we're talking about people are staying together in relationships where there's abuse. Mm -hmm. People are staying together in their relationships where not only do you bring another person into the relationship, you're bringing bringing a baby into the race. You're bringing babies into the relationship. You know, you've got two and three and four and five baby mamas and baby daddies. Looking at Will and Jada's like, I don't want that. I'm like, but look you at your got, life, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> what are you comparing, right? Are you comparing two people who have decided this is how they're going to run their marriage versus you and your relationships all out of whack? I mean, you know, it's like, you know, what they do is what they do. You know, they've they obviously they've got a complication. Obviously, they've decided to work through it. What else are we going to say? Nothing. And my thing is, I've never been married. I don't know if I ever will be married. But it seems to me, I know a lot of people who are married. It seems really, really hard. Even of the best marriages, it seems really, really hard. So it's so it's not hard. I think the part that people attribute to hard is I think people we are still in this singular mindset. It's like, what can I get out of this marriage? What can my husband, what can my wife do for me? And if they don't do that thing, then, oh, this is really hard. But the thing you got to understand about a marriage is it's not just what you can do for me. It's like, how do we together make this thing work? And if that means I have to sacrifice if that means my partner has to sacrifice, if that means there are some things that I'm going to have to put to the side and vice versa, if that's what it's going to take, as long as we're in the agreement that we're in this together, a wedding or a wedding, a marriage can be easy. But I think, again, the reason why people make it so hard, is like, OK, well, you're not doing the thing I expect you to be doing to make this relationship work. So as a result, this is hard. You know, and vice versa. I think that's where, and this is me, you know, speaking from, you know, just my own experience in my relationship. Once you get out of the idea that, okay, this relationship is solely for the purpose of benefiting me. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're supposed to be doing this together to make this union a thing in and of itself. I think that's where you get into the challenges and vice versa, you know, because they may be, you may be right in saying, okay, well, this person is not bargain and mm-hmm. I can't get them to understand this is a team then that in and of itself can be a challenge but if you go into a, a, a marriage thinking okay we're a team 
this is what me and you have to do to make this relationship work. A marriage can be easy. Nothing, it's not to say it's not challenging, but hard, I don't think hard is the right word. I think people use that term too loosely. Challenging, yes. And I think maybe one of the thing is one of the things is that people has have their own expectations of what marriage is and when they get in it mm-hmm. it's not what they've dreamed of or dreamed up or have right. built up in their mind and reality sets in and it's like whoa this mm-hmm. isn't what i thought it was gonna be and so now we're and as here. a result it's really really hard yeah and as a result it's really really hard that's not fair you know if you if you go into anything with an expectation and it doesn't turn out to be what that expectation is, you can't automatically attribute that to, oh, this thing is now hard. That's mm-hmm. not fair to the to whatever it is. Now, if you go into it saying, okay, this is what it is, and you have the conversations, and y'all come to an agreement, and then things change, the person changes their idea, or whatever the case may be, and then you can't see eye to eye because one person is adjusted or changed or whatever, then I can see, okay, well, keeping that thing together can be challenging but hard in of a sense like if i don't know anything about being a doctor right being a doctor's hard mm-hmm. right but if i am went to school and passed the tests and did all the prerequisites and did whatever now i'm a doctor phd i go into everyday challenges with the profession but i ain't gonna be like oh this is so hard, you know, it's like, I'm a doctor. This is what I signed up for. So this is a challenge, right? Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. So yeah, I think, um, you know, August may have had, uh, he thought that this would swing things into his favor. And I think it did just the opposite. So yeah, he thought he was putting it, he thought he was putting it down on her and she was like, yeah, this is fun. Oh, but I'm going back to my husband. Who yeah, I love and, and he felt some kind of way. Yeah. Right. He kind of blew and thought, thought he was going to blow up everything, which we don't know. Like I said, you know, uh, that red table talking in itself looked like it was edited. Looked like they kind of, it wasn't live to where it was a full stream of thought. I, if I watched it hard enough, I could have swore there were some parts that were chopped up. So I don't know if they said, okay, well, you know, let's let's curate this a little bit better and did some different. Yeah, because it was only fifteen minutes, and I doubt that that was fifteen or twelve continuous minutes of of conversation. Exactly. And I also exactly. think that you know they'll probably go back to the drawing board and make sure that these NDAs are locked down tight, so that because uh, that's embarrassing. It is embarrassing, it, and the thing is, it shouldn't it it shouldn't necessarily be embarrassing because they were separated and they both were off doing their own thing, but just for it to come out the way that it did, now they gotta go and explain. And you shouldn't have to be explaining what's going on in your marriage if both of you are on the same page of what is going on in your marriage. But now you got all these people involved, so now you gotta come out and say something and and all this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, So yeah, it's, yeah, interesting stuff. But I don't think it worked out the way that August thought it was. So he realized nope, he was and we'll see. Oh, yeah. and, and we'll see if they come, if Will and Jada come back stronger or they decide to split ways for real. We'll, we'll, we'll have to find out. But then I guess the point is, the thing that's so embarrassing was, like you mentioned, 
they have to now respond when mm -hmm. in the past they've been able to control their own narrative. Mm -hmm. Now they can't control. Now they couldn't control their own narrative. You know, now they've got to do all this backtrack or whatever. But now that everything is, we'll push past this. Yeah. There'll be something else going on. We'll forget about it. And they'll be back to controlling their narrative. And then maybe they'll, again, they'll go back to their strong, you know, relationship or arrangement. And who's to say they haven't entangled. already worked through it? Because this right. has been, I'm, this has been a while back. So they could have right. already worked through whatever issues they had. And now they just have to work through the, you know, letting it blow over and let Twitter get on to something new. So it'll be mm -hmm. interesting mm -hmm. to see. But I think, you know, I think this is probably barely even a speed bump in some of the things they've probably gone through in their 20 some odd years of marriage. So, so yeah. <laughs> All right, so out of the entanglement, we go into the hookup. What do we have this week in the hookup? So, uh, yeah, so again, uh, we encourage, why? Well, yeah, I, I think I speak for both of us when we say, you know, we encourage people to wear their masks. Please wear your at masks. At all times. <laughs> if Please. you are on in the camp, which is a shame that there are different camps, but if you are in the camp of wearing your mask whenever you're out, whenever you are in a public space, whenever you are interacting with anybody that's not in your, does not live in your home, it's ideal to wear your mask. So if you are one of those people, probably the hardest thing, especially I can only speak for myself, is when I'm out and about and I have to use my phone for something. The first thing my, my new phone wants to do, especially for those people who have those newer iPhones or even uh, Androids, but specifically iPhones is uh, use your mask when you uh, put your phone up to your face to unlock it, right? So there is a way that you can make an alternative face ID that includes your mask. So you have to go through this whole process, and I'll just go through the process of being able to set up face ID to recognize who you are, even if you have a mask on, right? So I'll just go through the settings, right? So you go to settings, you go to face ID and passcode, then you can either try or do the first step as an alternate appearance or choose reset face ID. I would go with a do an alternate appearance so your phone can recognize you with a face mask and without and without a face mask. Right. So once you picked up um, uh, so once you selected uh, alternate appearance, you fold your mask in half and it'll hold it up to your face. So you would put your mask up to your face like you normally would, but then only peel back half of it so you have half on your face and half um, just regular face so then you do the whole thing where your your phone will pop up and say uh, if your iPhone says face obstructed move your mask slowly away from your face so it kind of gets a little bit farther from the center of your face until it asks you to move your head slowly to complete the circle and if you're familiar with face ID to set it up you gotta have to kind of roll your head around to make sure that all the little green dots around the little uh, picture of your face uh, completes, right? So then you do this to, you know, complete two scans of your face with the mask folded halfway in the same orientation. And then you should, you should then see the thing that says face ID now set up. And then you put your mask on like you normally would and test it out. If you can unlock your phone with your mask all the way on, and you should be able to then do that as the same as um, 
unlocking your phone with the mask all the way off. So that, in a sense, is how you set up your uh, iPhone for putting your mask on, putting your mask off. So uh, that's pretty much the instance, the, the the basics. We'll put a link in the show notes on how there's another way to do it. Um, but pretty much that's it. Yeah. So if you, you know, you're out and about on a regular and you need to unlock your phone quicker, uh, you can do it with your mask on. So mask on, mask off, face ideals still works. Nice. Yep, there you go. Cool. All right. I think that brings us to the end of this week. Don't forget to download, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're at SnobOSCast everywhere. Also watch us on YouTube. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. Now this week, I'm not sure if the YouTube is going to work <laughs> since I'm frozen. You're still face frozen. <laughs> I'm still face frozen and I don't see and the I'm audio fuzzy. moving. So you'll probably only just hear Terrence and see his face. So we'll take a look and see uh, what's what. Hopefully it'll all work out, but we'll see. So maybe we'll on YouTube. Try something. <laughs> yep. Or re- look at last week's episode if you haven't. But we'll be we'll be back next week with it. Also, you can leave comments and suggestions um, on our website, which is snobwestcast.com. Also, you can email us at snobwestcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we are new on Patreon, and you can support us at uh, patreon.com slash snobwestcast. For as little as five dollars a month, you can have access to the pre-show content, live show taping, and access on our discord uh live chat so again thanks to our current patreons and hopefully we'll be saying thanks to our new patreons i think that's yeah, it for I didn't this see week. anybody new this yep i didn't see anybody new this week on patreon but if you do subscribe we'll make sure to shout you out on the show definitely i think that's it we'll see you next week bye peace